What's going on in here? Well, I told you, we're remodeling closets. I knew this was going to happen eventually, but not so soon. Come on, it's a new year, time to start over. Plus, we need more room for all your nasty construction boots. Uh, You mean stiletto heels? Whatever, they take up a lot of space, Imelda. So what's the difference between this year's closet and last year's closet? Well, um, we're going to have more student voice, regular guest editorials. What about the music and the insightful investigative reporting? Um, oh, the gossip. Yeah, that'll still be there. Oh, thank my rainbows. Great. Let's get started. Hand me a glue stick and the glitter. Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes. Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes. Yes. Welcome, welcome. We are here on this um, February 21st, the, 2007. Wow. March will be, spring will have sprung very soon. Absolutely. With all this balmy weather and things like that. I so. know, a high of 40. Yes. Flip-flops. Here Woo-hoo. They come. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. So, but um, enjoying this warm weather, you were kind of in the colder part of, t- of uh, town. I was. You know, I just got back um, not too long ago from um, beautiful Minneapolis, St. Paul. Woohoo! No. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, it was all right. I was there for a conference. It was at University of Minnes- University of Minnesota. <laughs> um, and No. Yeah, well, he'll, he can switch it. Hello. He'll the, switch it. What? Oh. Hi. There you go. Okay. See? Technical difficulties. <laughs> My fault. You're bad. So here's the thing. Uh, I was in the University of Minnesota, and I was doing... Uh, I was. I took a bunch of students to a conference. And Woohoo! I know. Actually, we had a really good time. Um, I feel like we all learned a lot and stuff. Good. Um, you know... Like, what were you supposed to learn at this thing? Well, I... Uh, I don't know. It was the Midwest Bisexual Lesbian Gay College, no, Ally College Conference. M- Interesting. M-B-L-G-T-A-C-C. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. I know. They call it Alphabet Soup for short, honestly. So, <laughs> and you can see why. And it was a really good conference. And, you know, next year it's at uh, Illinois Urbana Champaign. Oh, so, wow. Um, yeah. You know, it was our first year going and there were a lot of Michigan schools represented. Wow. Um, you know, there was a couple of EMU people. We had... F- 13 ulm students oh wow and then michigan state brought 100 students holy moly <laughs> i know right apparently they have nothing better to do so they um yeah 100 so students it was a lot of students yeah. wow but it was good and uh you know it was really cold i you know for all of you who are um gopher fans out there which <laughs> i think that's what they're called <laughs> gophers um, for all of you Gopher fans out there, I apologize, but I I think that the University of Minnesota is not a nice campus. It's not very really pretty. not pretty because of all the snow. Well, or? it wasn't all that snowy. It was cold, cold as I'll get out. Okay. But I, I don't know. I just felt like, and part of it is because I like college towns, right? Ann Arbor is clearly a college town. Yes, and it just it's not a college town. It's right smack in the middle of Minneapolis. So, oh, yeah. So there's nothing built around it. It's not part of the it's, town. No, it's, it's like just integrated boom. into the city, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. The airport's nice. Oh, okay. That's great. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the other thing is uh, we saw Mar- Margaret Cho. Oh, and how was she? She was hilarious. <laughs> she, you know, she, first of all, she looked good. Oh, she wow. good. Yeah. Um, just and, the outfit, or did she just well, look so healthy? Or? She looked healthy and happy, and she was funny. And she, you know, I often forget that, like, um, stand-up comics, like, have a bit. Yes. And they continue to do their bit, you know? Yes. 
I don't know if bit is the right word. Kate Brindle might correct me later. But <laughs> they have a, a, a shtick or like, a, I don't know, like a story that the, the, like, they and... continued. Right. So yes. it was interesting to see some of the stuff live that she had done, um, like that I've seen in her DVDs and stuff. Oh. So, have you ever seen that Margaret Trip No, DVDs? I haven't. Oh. No. She has this hilarious one about the time where she was on a diet, a, a persimmon diet. Okay. All she wow. ate were persimmons. I don't even know what a persimmon is. And so, um, and she ate so many persimmons and she was driving and all of a sudden she was like, I have to take a poop. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. She's like, I'm going to go right now. And oh, it's no. It's, I just laugh every single time. And and in the end, she, you know, poops herself in the car. and. <sighs> Poor thing! <laughs> and oh then my she's god! Like, she's like, um, so of course, what did I do? I called up my friend and I said, "Girl, I just beep my pants, <laughs> and I am coming over." <laughs> <laughs> so you, Margaret, it was very funny, and um, yeah, she was oh, hilarious. Good. And and the students that I took sort of stalked her afterwards and got a picture with her. And <laughs> of course, it's funny because one of my students has um has a fur. Um, a fox oh. fur. Like, um, I don't know. It goes around his neck or whatever. Okay. And at first they held back and they were like, oh, I don't know if Margaret Cho is going to be all um, offended by the fur. I don't know. And then she came out the door and she had this huge fur coat on with leather lining. <laughs> so they were like, oh, we're good. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think they really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Um, and did you guys learn anything? Or did you guys, was it like like the conference where you go and... You heard about to hear about different topics or people present research papers. Yeah, yeah, all of the above, actually. So, um, yeah, I, I felt like we got a lot out of it. We we definitely got a really good comparison about like where Michigan is in terms of other schools in the nation, and okay. it, was, it was good fun. Okay, yeah, yeah. and how are we? We're good compared to everybody else. Oh, just good. Okay, good. I He's not revealing really anything. Good, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think that we're really good. I think we're in really good shape. Oh, good. But um, and how do you determine that? I mean, is it because of the number of students activating? Well, no. Or it's, the it's number sort of topics? like you know when when people go to the sessions and they're like, oh, these are some of the things that we, sh- we how we can troubleshoot. Like for example, like how do we get people to participate? And mm-hmm. if someone says like, oh, we need to get them more engaged, like by cooperating with other organizations, like you know, our students can say oh we already do that uh, so it's sort of stuff like it's still that. not working <laughs> <laughs> that's right and we fight all the time um no but it, it is good it is good so um yeah overall it was a really good experience and but you know it's it's funny it, like uh, uh do you go to, to conferences oh absolutely it's so tiring yes i was yes. tired oh and the other thing it's a 10-hour drive but I flew. Wise <laughs> <laughs> so, move. So I flew, but I was tired after the flight, and they they drove ten hours. And um, goodness, um, and they had, and there were thirteen of them. Yeah. So it's there was two vans. Two vans. Two vans. So mm-hmm. at least you had a van. Like, is it minivans or like the big? Two minivans. It's oh funny. On the God. way there, I arrived in Minneapolis, and they were still on the road. And I called to check in on them, and I called van one, and I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" And they're like, "Oh my God, the other van is so responsible. They totally got lost, and they didn't follow the directions, and now we're behind." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "All right, it'll be okay. You'll make it. Everything's fine." And then I call the other van, and uh-huh. they're like, "Oh my God, the other van is so responsible." Like, <laughs> I'm like, "Nice." Well done, people. Well done. Teamwork. Teamwork. Oh, that is good. Yeah. So, so it was. Um, 
So one was irresponsible, the other one was responsible. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. So um, they both blamed each other, of course. Right. So. Oh, of course. Yes. So that was that was endearing. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Otherwise... Which doesn't help because uh, I hear that Eastern Michigan has uh, um, some social work students going down to New Orleans. Oh, nice. Are they going to drive? And they're driving. Oh, six vans. So if you had that much trouble with two, I'm like, oh my God, the six of them is going to be. Better them than me. Oh, wow. So that's going to be interesting. But I think that everyone got something out of it and it was a good time. And, good. Um, you know, it's the first time that uh, University of Michigan has really gone to the conference. Okay. The Midwest Conference. Like Michigan State, it's gone for a really long time. That's why they both have like 100 people. But um, it but it's just like, it's, it's astounding that a hundred people are going to this thing. Totally, I mean, that's... and they, they capped the attendance at fifteen hundred. So wow. there are fifteen hundred LGBTQ folks. Wow, eighteen to twenty-one year olds. Goodness. Yeah. Uh huh. And oh, they had to be eighteen to twenty-one. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I mean, college students. Oh, they're all college they're, students. Okay. It was a Midwest college conference. So. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, it was a good time. So. Yeah. Now, did you do any presentation, or were you there I basically did. to keep I everybody? Pre- I presented, and um, I presented on advising. Oh. And, um, you know, my co-presenter, I didn't really know her, um, but we worked together on some committees before. It's always amazing. And it was yeah. it was good. We had a good good experience. People responded very affirmative, and, and they liked it, and... Yeah, so I because at some conferences, like when I've done presentations, I put on a panel of people I have no idea who they are, <laughs> and and so then we, but we all had the same topic because we all like submitted the same thing, mm-hmm. and it just gets very interesting. And okay, I'm I'm on, and I got to work with trying to put everything. You know, I'm not going to discount what they're saying, but at the same time, you right. know, push what I'm trying to say. It's very interesting. A very. Um, uh, a very live I feel very alive when that happens because I'm really up right you know no it was great it was great it was good to present and good experience it's so funny though because <laughs> I look around and look at all the, the students that are there and I'm like there is a lot of expensive denim in the room <laughs> like <laughs> there were a lot of designer jeans I am not gonna <laughs> that is interesting I mean <laughs> <laughs> of course oh and there was Whoa. a whole contention of folks wearing flip-flops and I'm like, it is negative 10 wind chill outside, and you're wearing flip-flops. Girl, you better. <laughs> okay. Well, they were using the gopher tunnels, you I know. S- so. You're like gopher tunnels, that's right. Yeah. And so they have these tunnels that connect building to building to building, and they're called gopher tunnels. And it's like, I don't think they're like dirt tunnels you have to, cl- like, you know. Oh, no, no, right, 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 right. <laughs> you know, make Which sure the roots don't go through your hair. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So... <laughs> So yeah, so that that was my Minneapolis experience. Yeah, interesting. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, I well, even on campus, I've seen people like last week with flip flops or shorts, and I, I just look that. at them like, uh, you know what? Or where is your coat? It I is know. negative fifteen <laughs> out here, and where is your coat? And I feel like running out there and and having a few words with them. It's true, and and you know, I think you know, it's a it's a very hot and warm thirty two degrees right now. Yes, you know, it's yes, basically summer. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes, in fact, I was running to and from my car earlier, and um, the first time I was just like, oh, it's just so hot out here. I just can't do it, so I left my coat in the car, went back into my office, and then came back out. And on the way out, I'm like, oh, it is freezing out know, here, right? like this. And I realized I was like, oh, I, I, I guess all the running was making me warm rather than the, tell, yeah. the temperature, I but. Tell. 
God. Man. But everything was good. It was good. It was fine. Incident free. Everyone returned back with all of their limbs. Yay. Mm -hmm. And fingers and toes. Drug and disease free. Absolutely. Woohoo. Good job. (laughs) What about you? What was your weekend? Well, it was a very interesting weekend. I had two incidents that occurred that was kind of like, kind of scared me a little bit. Um, Incidents? Yes. Incidents. Um, The situation was like, I went to a Mardi Gras party. And and they were actually at different restaurants, mm-hmm. and um, I went to a Mardi Gras party, not the Mardi Gras party, but the two incidents um, were two different restaurants. And so the first one, I went to a Mardi Gras party, and we're you know having a good time and laughing and joking, and it was just with a bunch of friends. And I inherited a many many beads very innocently. Uh, what and, I was just gonna say, do I want to know? How yeah. you those beads? <laughs> and so and I was wearing them and didn't think anything of it, and and in fact I had a little costume with like lots and lots of feathers. Oh, and, fun. You know, so I, so that was really a lot of fun. So I remember to take all the feathers off, um, mm-hmm. and like um, the boas, you had boas. Exactly, or? I had a lot of boas and and masks with feathers and and all the, and the like. And so I thought, okay, so I, I'm good. So I was going along, and I realized that I was needing to get gas. Okay. Now this was on like you know west of us, so you know where it becomes much more liberal. <clears throat> No, it becomes much more, <laughs> you know, conservative. And so I'm driving back and I'm like, oh, I need to get some gas. And there was this one spot that said, hey, gas turn here. So I was like, great. So I pulled off the highway. And my dad has always told me that there's lots of truck drivers or lots of trucks parked outside of the particular restaurant. You know, it's a really good restaurant. Uh-huh. Um, so and that was going through my head. And so I pull up to the the gas, the gas take or whatever, or the, the filler up or whatever that is. Um, and I walk in and I'm like, dude, just minding my own business and I walk in and suddenly the restaurant completely turns to me all these <laughs> manly masculine you know truck driving you know uh, uh, testosterone um, dr- and, um, yes exactly turn and then the wait staff turns, like, who just walked in? And I'm like, oh, please. Oh, no. This is my moment. Oh, my God. They're all going to, they know the please fact. Please tell me you burst in a song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I was just, like, absolutely terrified. Like, what in the world am I going to do? Nobody knows. No one's expecting me at home. No, I'm going to be out here, and I'm just I'm just going to be out in the cold. And nobody's going to, you know, know that, I, that I've just been beaten up and oh, no. bashed. And oh, no. I'm just like, I'm just having all the worst scenarios and i'm like what am i gonna do and they're just walking me watching me as i go get a soda from the soda machine because there was also like a little store uh-huh. inside and i'm like uh, and i go grab that and i go to put the soda down on the counter and i look down uh, to get my wallet and i realized oh i still have beads on <sighs> and i was like oh Thank goodness. So they were jealous. Uh, well, yeah, that must have been what that was exactly. And um, and I said, oh well, in the spirit, and I grabbed the the beads and I gave the cashier. I said, in the spirit of Mardi Gras, here's some beads. You did beads. not. Did I you did. really? I crowned her with all my beads. What did she say? And she was like thanks and not knowing really what to do about it and i got out of there as fast as i possibly could i was just like um um and i was just like oh my word so i was it was actually kind of a very well done yes thank you and then i was i'm picturing that you're gonna be like and then all the tables came together and the disco lights came on and and there was a catwalk i mean like and i was like just a minute i got feathers that's right that's right well, the second time this this weekend, so I was at another. I was at a restaurant this weekend. Is and, this bead related again? No, 
I, this was where I was just out um, uh, getting to know a friend of mine or whatever better, and 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 we're just sitting there talking. It's very casual, and of course, I'm already hypersensitive because I'm trying to, you know, we're asking personal questions and things, and suddenly the entire we're in a bar now, kind of thing like a bar restaurant, and mm-hmm. the everybody now we're in a sports bar type thing, and everybody turns to me, and we goes. <gasps> And then, yeah, and then starts clapping, like this or whatever. And I'm like, what? What? Like, do I have a booger on me or something? Like, what? I'm turning to the person I was with, like, what? Like, what's, what? Like, what just happened? And and I'm, I'm like, what? And I turn, and I realize there's a big screen TV behind me. <laughs> <laughs> and they were showing American Idol. No, no, no. <laughs> there was apparently some NASCAR race that happened, and the was apparently a car had exploded and hit like a couple people off the as first place, and then um, somebody went through. When the cheer was when the winner went through. No, 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 girl. Yeah. It was about you. <laughs> it was about absolutely. You. They were wondering where my beads were. Absolutely. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so yeah. So it was kind of a very like self-conscious weekend for me of just kind of like wondering, wow, talk about body image issues, you know? Oh man. Well, but I got you. through. You survived. You I was strong. Through. I dug deep. Truckers versus NASCAR versus Dan. <laughs> exactly. And I won. That's right. <laughs> prevailed. Uh-huh. Prevailed. So I hope everybody prevails through the um, break. We'll be back. We're going to be talking yeah. about awards. That's right. Oscar awards. Woo-hoo. Little statuettes of men. My fave. <laughs> be right back. Welcome back to Closet Stuff for Clothes and WCBN FM 80.3 Ann Arbor. Yes. And we have um, the Chris, um, Oz, okay, I got to say your name right, Azapardi? Um, yes, great. From Between uh, between the Lines, um, he is the staff writer. That's for, right. Entertainment, right? Yeah, exactly. You know how to entertain yep. and you like to entertain, <laughs> is that right? Hey guys, how you doing? <laughs> good, good. He pleads Happy the Oscars. Yes, exactly. So we've got this is kind of a very interesting Oscars. Um, I'm like I'm looking at all these. In fact, um, I was talking to uh, Gabe earlier and kind of going, oh, Gabe, I may not have seen all these. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to talk to every single one of them. But we were saved. And uh, Chris says, Oh, sure, I could talk about most of them. That's right. That's right. Most of them, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's an interesting race because there's so many films this year that when you compare it to last year's Oscars, you, you, a lot of the films, um, you don't know whether or not it, it's a tight race. Last year's race, there were so many that were that that were for sure bets, you know. But this year, yes. when you look at the nominees, sure. Um, there's you have you have a, a, such a variety that you, you don't know who's going to win. It's true. You have and, you have a, a, a you have a picture about the queen. And you have a yeah. picture about, you know, um, cops and, and a picture and about diamond thieves. The diamond thieves. Right. Yeah. And you know so the other no, thing. You know there's the no other definite, def- no definite shoe in this year. It doesn't seem like. Um, so, so it's going to make your job a little harder. Yeah. Are, right. Are, aren't you coming <laughs> well, out with the predictions? Um, well, I'm really rooting for Little Miss Sunshine. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I really hope that that, that pulls uh, best picture. Um, you know, I, I have to be honest, and I haven't seen a couple of them, but. Um, 
but Little Miss Sunshine was such it, it left you with such a warm, fuzzy feeling. Sure. Um, and the acting was so spot on. Right, and right. The script, the script was bu- brilliant, and and Steve Carell's a gay hilarious. In that. He was it, it great. Was, oh yeah, the he, foremost he Proust great. scholar, you know. Yeah. And he was suicidal. And <laughs> it's funny because we we have two two gay characters in, in two uh, Oscar-nominated movies. We have Steve Carell in Little Miss Sunshine and uh, Judy Dench in Notes on a Scandal. Right. And both of them are kind of crazy. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. I mean, uh, she, Judy Dench p- plays a psycho lesbian who's stalking Kate Blanchett. And uh, and Steve Steve Carell is suicidal, so I I don't know if that's a step up for us or or not. But well, you know, I I feel like last year's Oscars were so much more queer. You know, you had Trans America and you had Capote and you had Brokeback. Yeah, of course. But you know, the thing is, I think we're moving in a in a good direction because the characters that that were in these movies aren't are, are a little more subtle. You know, sure. um, they don't draw attention to just the quality that they're gay. Um, there's more to them. Totally, totally, um, absolutely. And they're not they're not being promoted as, as gay, a gay movies, movie. right. right? See, for me, I I really enjoyed The Queen, you know, and I love the fact that Helen Mirren won a Golden Globe for playing Queen Elizabeth the first, and was nominated for playing Queen Elizabeth the second. I think that's interesting, fun. Yes, yeah, she, she also won the Screen Screen Actors Guild Award, and a lot of people are really rooting for her um, to win the Oscar for Best Actress, and I think that she'll probably nail it, but um, Judy Dench was also was also fantastic. Um, so. And, and so, um, so, yeah, so that's what's so interesting is that there is, um, I mean, th- with, with the gay characters being much more real this time, or are they be are they more just... More subtle. Mm-hmm. Are they are they more, or they're not necessarily, or are they more about, centered around, still around gay people? Do you know, like... Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, the, the characters you're saying the characters in these movies are, are more subtle. Right, like they're not like the whole movie isn't about being gay. Right, like Brokeback Mountain right. sort of mm-hmm. sort of was. Or Trans America right. about being trans, right. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no like gay front runner this this year. Um but I don't know. I, I, I still I I still think that it's it's a, a good move um for the gay community. Absolutely. Uh, to see to see ourselves depicted as, as people that aren't just gay. Right. Um, and, exactly. and there's several there's several other movies you know like Dreamgirls is is pretty gay and <laughs> there's even though there's no gay character right <laughs> right and, and you um, know even Inconvenient Truth you know uh, nominated for original song Melissa Etheridge yeah yeah so. and, and she does a fantastic job although I I think that um, with three nominations from Dreamgirls Dream under that same category that, I know that it still... seems like this <laughs> there's a chance that Dreamgirls might take that category huh <laughs> yeah yeah I'm thinking. Uh, that uh, listen, um, Beyonce's bomba- bombastic ballad will probably will probably nail it. But, I um, think that they need to so they don't piss off Beyonce and Jay Z. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> she was sort of shut out for actress. Beyonce is already probably pissed that Jennifer Hudson kind of. I know her. her star is shining bright. You know, yeah. you know. I yeah, read today that she, if she wins, they, that they said that she's going to have her um, her like her Oscar party at her church. Which is interesting. Which is apparently a progressive Baptist church. So good for her. Wow! Yeah. Wow. So do you think she'll take it for a supporting actress? Um, Beyonce. No. Uh. Uh. Jay uh, Hud. Oh right. I was. I was going to say that Beyonce's not. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think that she'll definitely take it. Um. There's. I mean. She, you know. The thing about her. Although. I really hope that. 
it's 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 tough for me because I really like Kate Blanchett too and No Ton of Scandal. Yeah. Um, and her role in Dreamgirls, she, she was she was very dramatic when she sang, but I mean her acting was was pretty pretty dramatic and pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. But she's, there were still some some points where where I wasn't totally into it. Rough patches. Um, and and Kate Blanchett's performance was just perfect. So I don't know. It, it's a really tough decision. But a lot of people are are really thinking Jennifer Hudson will get it. She she won the Golden Globe. Sure. She won the Screen Actors Guild Award. So. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's pretty much the shoe in for that film, I think. Excellent. Are there any surprises that you that you saw there that were like, hey, I I really didn't think they were th- that well done. You know, the, the, you know, a lot of the movies I saw were, were really well done. I, there weren't any that I saw that were glaring that I didn't think should be nominated. There were some that I thought should have been nominated. Um, I don't know if you've seen The History Boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I thought that was one of the best films of the year, and uh, it was obviously very gay. Um, I thought Richard, Richard Griffith's performance as a, a sexually confused professor mm-hmm. who liked to feel up his male students <laughs> was, was Did he was win terrific. the Tony for that? Uh, he, um, I you know, I think did. so. Yeah, yeah, but the the film didn't get recognized at all, and it, the script was brilliant. Um, the acting was was phenomenal. Could have been just the politics I, behind, you know, people groping or the like. Of the, I mean, if you think about it, yeah. I mean, could have been the politics behind it. Uh, like if we nominate something like that, that it would is be... Is it too much, you think? Is it too risky, like like Borat, possibly? Right, yeah, right. Because <laughs> yeah. um, that's another film that I thought thought got the shaft. Yes. Um, I, I really liked Borat. And really? I haven't Baron seen Cohen. it yet. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Sasha Baron Cohen, and I know that it's it's um, it's nominated for screenplay or something, right? So. Yeah, yeah, which it pr- it probably won't get because I don't even really understand how it got nominated for that since it's all improvised. <laughs> well, I was just about <laughs> to say, like, are you are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I doubt it'll get that award, and that's the only one that it's up for. So I really wish that Sasha would have been nominated for for best actor because I think that what he does with his um, improv and and just tricking people into getting them to say you know racist or. See, but I don't think he tricked them. That's the thing. I, I think what he allowed them to be is as be real. Uncensored. Yeah, uncensored. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's true. It's it's an interesting tactic that he takes, and uh, it's a. I thought it was a really good social satire. Right. So, um, but I obviously the the Academy voters didn't think that. Right. 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 <laughs> so do you? Who do you think will take director? Do you think it's going to be a Scorsese year, or do you think it's going to be a, an Eastwood year? Um, no, it'll be Scorsese. I, I'm sure. It'll Finally, be huh? You he, think? Right. He has been. <laughs> He has he's been nominated I think what seven or eight times. Yeah. It's like <laughs> and, the Susan uh, Lucci of the Oscars. Yeah, I think I think he deserves it this time. The Departed was was a really good film with with again a, a great script and um hunky actors. A, a cast that was phenomenal. So <laughs> And the hunky and, and actors. Hot, and yeah. hot. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, that always gets my vote. You know, the more you know, male chests that I see, <laughs> <laughs> the higher they rate. Yes. So, Ellen is. Oh our, God, Ellen! Yeah, she's she's our hostess with the mostess. Yeah. So and I mean, if last year's show isn't gay, then then this show is totally gay just because she's hosting it's it. It's true. I think that I I'm really excited to see what she does. You know, um, uh, she's been. She's been doing a lot lately. I feel like she had her birthday like series of shows, and Oprah will be on her show tomorrow. Oh, and uh, and then she's got the Oscars. You know, she uh, the, today Jimmy Kimmel was on, um, and <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel before he left was like, "Oh yeah, good luck with the Oscars. Don't screw that one up." And she's like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I'm 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 so happy for her that she's been doing well, but you know, it's sad because 
several years ago, she was in Ann Arbor, and I don't think at this point we'll see her back here anymore, anytime soon. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Just because, you know, her, her days of Mr. Wrong and, and stuff when she was doing small <laughs> films like that <laughs> are kind of over. That's right. So. That's true. That's right. Yeah, so that's right. Do we have anybody who's ever been a host of the Oscars that uh, uh, ended up being in film? I don't think so. Hmm. I guess is that your uh, the final uh, saying? I mean, is that the if you if you if you can't do it, you teach it type of thing. If you can't do it, you uh, <laughs> right. uh, you host it. Yeah, yeah, that that could be it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it seems like it seems like that's that's the way it's done with most of the the hosts and hostesses. <laughs> You're right, right. That's excellent. So, so do you have a favorite Oscar moment? Wow, that's a good question. Hmm. I mean, there's some that stick out in my mind. Like, there's really horrible ones like Letterman and his, his Uma Oprah. Remember that one? Oh, God, yeah. That was classic. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. And then there's um, um, there's also when the guy from Life is Beautiful, the Italian guy, when he won. And he like, oh, yeah, climbed his, his over all seats. the seats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever Hallie... happened to him? He did uh, like a <laughs> movie that he yeah. did commercials or something. <laughs> no. yeah. so, I, I don't. So I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite moment, but those like stick out in my mind. You know. Well, yeah. the other thing too is that is there, I because mean, I guess that's the thing with just like the Super Bowl. Like I don't really remember too much what happened during him. I I I, I mostly like as I'm experiencing it is more been. More yeah, I think me. that's the same with me. And right now, I'm so focused on the Sunday's award show. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's hard, hard for me to think back that far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to memorize all the ones that have been already um, on the list. Yeah, right. So, what, are you guys doing something special for the Oscars? Mm, not really. I think I'm gonna no. make a drink. Uh, you know, I'm gonna make a game out of it or something. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Interesting. Now, I, who's doing the pre-show? Do you know? Mm. See that's is the Ryan thing. Seacrest doing it on E maybe. Ooh, <laughs> oh Seacrest. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I hope the. So. I, I, well, you know, I really like watching the car wreck that is um, Joan Rivers and Melissa Rivers. Like that's fun to watch. There's a lot of. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, they're, and they're going to be on the the TV Guy channel. Are they? That. Are they? Yes. That's, that's a lot of Botox between them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they they. They really bother me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to lie. I don't like them. Yeah. I'd rather watch Ryan. <laughs> Metrosexual Ryan. Oh, right. Yeah, right. right. So I'm looking at my list of, of, of um, my Oscar ballot, you know, and I okay. have to choose wisely. Um, and I, I, it breaks my heart that I only see Devil Wears Prada just like once, maybe. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's, it's twice. It's up for like best achievement in costume design, too. Oh. Um, Surprise! It is. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yep. And then Meryl Streep, but um, though she was very good in that, comedies rarely win in in any kind of Oscar category. So really? I don't think that she'll get it. Really? Especially when she's up against Helen Mirren. Yeah, Helen Mirren and uh, Judy sure, Dench. So. Sure. Oh yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Right. But she, I mean, she is though such a great actress though. Oh, Meryl. Yeah, she's oh. she's she's elastic. She can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard someone described that way. That's true. <laughs> That's so good. So what? Uh, she really. She really can, and uh, I, I think right before Devil Wears Prada, she had um, Prairie Home Companion. That's come right. Out. Mm-hmm. They were totally oh, different yes. roles. And she sang uh, in that one. Yeah, she did, and well. With Lily Tomlin, right? Right. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, do you have a film that isn't on here that that was sort of maybe an indie favorite or something under the radar? Um, you know, you mentioned History Boys, but there's anything History else? History Boys. Um, 
Yeah, History Boys, I think, is is the one that I was really disappointed in that didn't get nominated. Um, but, you know, another one that's not gay-related but <laughs> um, is United 93. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, which I thought was a very visceral film. Hmm. Um, and it, the director, he crafted it so carefully and tastefully that it served as more of, more of a tribute than a big-budget action film. Mm-hmm. And I, I was really hoping that he would get more attention. Um, hmm. But he, it only got one, award, or one nomination. Right, interesting. For directing, though. I'm sorry, what? It, but it's it's for directing is the the nomination, right? Oh, right, directing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I, I was thinking it, it it would get a few more awards than it did. Um, and you know, I'm surprised. You know, I really enjoyed Pan's Labyrinth. Did you see that one? No, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's excellent. Yeah. yeah. Now, what is that one about? Um, it is. Um, it's nominated for foreign language film, and it's about sort of. Uh, this this child who's sort of whisked away to her father's house and um, during World War II, and she creates this like alternate reality, and it has to do with Pan's Labyrinth, and the, it's really cool to watch. It's like an adult adult version of an animated film, right? Right. It's sort of right. like um, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, but deeper, I guess. <laughs> Is okay. how I would <laughs> in my in my poor attempt to dis- describe it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting. So, okay, so like, for instance, like the actors, uh, actors in a supporting role. There's Alan Arkin, Jackie Earl Haley, uh, wow, Dijmon Hanso yeah. from Hanso. Blood Diamond. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, um, yeah. Eddie Murphy and Mark Wahlberg. So yeah, it'll be Eddie. Eddie Murphy will take it. Now, why Eddie Murphy? Because I did not find him to. No. Uh, I didn't find him to be that amazing. And and really? oh, I thought he kind of electrified the screen actually. Um, Especially next to Beyonce. Um, mm. I thought, bo- yeah. Oh, are we going to have an argument about she this? She listens to the show. You know, I just want to let you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I kind of thought that Beyonce's acting chops didn't, or acting acting chops didn't really hit the right note <laughs> in the film. I mean, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? She's done Austin Powers and Carmen the Hip Hopper. Yeah, so you think she'd be able to <laughs> take this role too? That's right. I don't know. She was, I think, the weakest link among uh, Jennifer Hudson and Eddie Murphy. Gotcha. So I, I think that both of them will get the supporting, supporting roles. And then with the actors in the leading role, Leonardo DiCaprio, Ryan uh, Gosling, um, Peter O'Toole, Will Smith, uh, Forrest Whitaker. You know, you know, I haven't seen um, a lot of that films in the category. So, okay. but I, I, from what I've read, is um, a lot of people are rooting for Forrest Whitaker, and uh, he's won both the Screen Actors Guild Award and he won the Golden Globe. So, so that, I think that's a pretty good indication that he'll probably pick up the Oscar. Yeah, it, was, it actually wasn't amazing how, uh, how how much on each side of the scale he could be. It was just like from one moment to the next. But I was really yeah. surprised with now, like what, now Pedro Tool. Now I don't know too much about the history oh, here. Venus. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, did uh, did I mean he's has he ever received an Oscar? Um, you know, I don't think he has, and so so he could possibly just because. Um, you know he's getting up there, and so right. <laughs> it's all good. The Oscars like to honor people that that you know are, are about to kick prime <laughs> Right, and that's what I was kind of thinking. I was kind of wondering if that's why he was in that category. I mean, I just didn't find him to be too dynamic, or maybe I just didn't relate to the movie. I'm not really sure, and so I'm kind of wondering 
if that might be the reason why he is in that in that um, category. It's possible. I I still don't think that'll take it, um, and I, I don't think Will Smith will take it either. And that was the other one I was going to ask you about because yeah. the movie was great. I liked the movie, but because I'm, I'm that type of a person, I like those like happy feel good movies. <laughs> Sorry, right. you know the the exploding other ones. I just I can't, <laughs> I can't seem to do. Um, but um, um, but I mean, so so Will Smith is in the, is in there. Did, did, was he? I mean, do you think he was? The, I mean, I, guess, I just I'm trying to figure out like why some of these folks were were in here. That was one of the ones I could not. I mean, it, to me, it became obvious that it was Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, um, you know, I I don't share your opinion on the film actually. Okay. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was okay, um, just because I thought it was pretty predictable, and I know it was a true uh, story, but okay. but I still saw everything coming and. Uh, Everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong with him. True, true. Well, <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, exactly. But it just kept escalating and escalating, and <laughs> right. So it drove it drove me nuts after a while. But um, Will Smith was really good in it, and he I think he really carried the film. Okay. But um, I don't I don't think that he'll pick up the Oscar. Okay, gotcha. No. So now. Everybody, when they watch the Oscars, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. So, do we? Do you watch more for the fashion? Do you watch for the surprise winner? Do you watch for the? Um, I think it's a little uh, the acceptance speeches too. Yeah, I um, like to see people cry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, and I don't think you know the other thing that I watch for in acceptance speeches, and I I find it more in the Grammys than um, the Oscars. Like, how many people thank God first? Oh, yes. You know what I mean? How many people thank God, did you say? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it's the first person that they think. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. But the other thing, too, is like, do they – and and the – oh, great. I just like run right in and right out. But it was regarding the acceptance speeches where yeah. – oh, my gosh, I lost it. Um, uh. <laughs> but, but for you, then, I mean, what, what do you normally want? Is it – you said a little bit of both. Do you have – of course, the, of course, I like to see what people are wearing or not wearing, but <laughs> right, <laughs> um, right. <laughs> but um, I, yeah, I like to to hear their acceptance speeches. That, you know, some, I like to see them cry, and, and I cry usually <laughs> when they're crying. <laughs> no, <laughs> if you it's don't. somebody that I, really? I hoped would win, oh. <laughs> that's funny. So. <laughs> so is it deeper? Like, do you guys like it because of either the the um, because of they're just so grateful that they got it, or they get so emotional around it, or is it the 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 number of people that they? Do you guys listen to like? Do you guys even listen to like? Well, who are the names that they list off of they want to thank? No, I usually zone off at that point, especially when they they give a list as long as Mary J. Blige did at the Grammys. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> but, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, no. Some some people like especially. Like if Sasha, this is why I wanted Sasha Baron Cohen to be nominated because <laughs> he would get up there and say something totally hilarious, hilarious, and it it'd probably break up some of the boredom from the show. Totally. Um, I don't know if you saw him at the Golden Globes, but his acceptance speech was brilliant. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll have to YouTube that one. No, uh, but speaking of the Grammys acceptance speeches, I thought it was funny. Like um, every time. Uh, all the five times that the Dixie Chicks went up there, you know, every time they're like, um, thanks again. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Yeah. Like they, they weren't expecting it. Yeah. And, and Natalie Maines had some smart remark. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can say smart, you know, but uh, she had some smart remark. No, one time cool. she was like, you know, oh, oh, I'm ready to make nice, you know, because yeah. their song or whatever. So, so, but right. good for them. Good for them. So the other thing too, is that, I, is there anything that you're maybe expecting like politically? Because I always, I always find it very interesting. Like for instance, when they start making political speeches. 
Hmm. I mean, is there anything like a big ticket item this year besides like the the war in Iraq, which I don't think they're really going to be talking about much? Well, Al Gore. I don't know. Oh, that's right. If he wins. Yeah, Melissa Etheridge maybe she'll say something before her performance. <laughs> oh, what about Melissa Etheridge? Like, what is she, is she in the middle of something she's, right now? She's going to be performing. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, yeah. She'll her. be performing. I need to wake up from Inconvenient Truth, which, which I look forward to. So. Wait, I don't, I don't really like that song. Well, why, 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 what? <laughs> I don't really like the song. I don't know. Okay. Oh yeah, the song's amazing, and and <laughs> if if Listen wasn't nominated, I think that would win it. Really, really, that's good. Yeah, I don't know. What about Apocalypto? Huh? Do you, are you upset that that's been shut out? Um, <laughs> you know, I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't, me neither. But Mel yeah. Gibson, he's he's right. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> but could have been that been the reason? I guess my opinion is you gotta you gotta kind of separate art from from people's viewpoints, and I know that's hard to do sometimes, but but I don't know what the, maybe the Academy's opinion was because of what he had said. Sure. And that's why I didn't get nominated, but I don't know. Wow. I mean, because I think, I, I think that is part of it. I think part of the, the Academy is trying to tell him, or is sending a message to everybody, like, look, you know, the, the, we don't, we're not going to tolerate hate speech. Could that yeah. be in it? And they, so therefore he just did not get nominated for stuff? Hmm. Yeah, be. I think that could be. I mean, the reason. Um, I, I mean, it's part of the reason why also I think like last year, sorry, Chris, I didn't give you a chance to talk. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, keep going. Oh, but I think <laughs> kind of like, for instance, last year, I kind of felt that people were trying to make a message. I mean, because I, I did not find Brokeback Mountain all that great. Um, I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. I mean, um, I, I, I did get moved by it, but I didn't really think it was, you know, worth getting an award. But it seemed that the the focus was they found a movie that they could at least a pounce on and use as, as a symbolic offering, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of wondering, like, if that's if it's more of a, the Academy trying to give a message to to the community uh, informally rather than coming out and just saying it directly. That's possible. I, well, first of all, I think that you're going to get a lot of hate mail now. Oh, okay. <laughs> because you just said that you hoped Brokeback Mountain didn't win. Well, <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm just kidding. For those out there, I, I was moved by it, and I, I'm glad that they won. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did. oh my word. <laughs> well, I mean, I think the I, – I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to come – back from my, my statement or give an excuse for it <laughs> but i think that one of the things is that i i i did not find it that that great there was an i couldn't remember now of course because of last year i can't remember what there was another one that was up for a nomination that i thought was much better um but it didn't i'm not going to say that brokeback mountain like didn't move me or that i don't have my own copy you know <laughs> i mean i still right. bought it a copy um but i just I, I sometimes wonder what the politics is behind all of these movies um because they they just can't get nominated by themselves or by accident i i really do find that fo- that there's sometimes a message in some of the things that they're the way they vote the way they oh um, i think i think so too and i think that that might be why uh, Babel has a good chance of winning is because like like Crash won because I think right. it was it was mm-hmm. sort of a political social movie. Right. Um, exactly. But, but do you think that Crash deserved to win last year? I oh, I, um, I don't think so. No, oh, I thought it I thought it deserved to win. Really? That would have that would have been my second choice over Brokeback Mountain. Mm-hmm. See, oh, that was it. Okay, so it was that last year's. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. more interested in Crash winning, I guess, uh-huh. and my own political views. Right. 
I guess, um, you know, that gay thing. I did the, done that, been there. I moved on now. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Okay, so in our last few minutes, I'm going to go to category by category, the major ones, and, and we're going to track you. Okay, Chris, ready? Uh-oh, okay. Okay, leading actor. Um, all right, I say uh, Forrest Whitaker. Okay. Yeah. Um, supporting actor. Um. Oh, Eddie Murphy, for sure. Mm-hmm. Leading actress? Oh, definitely Jennifer Hudson. Awesome. Oh, you mean, well, that's supporting actress, but for leading. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Lead actress? Oh, mm-hmm. I say, um, oh, Helen Mirren will win. Although I think it'll be tight between her and Judy Dench, but, Ooh, but I'd love uh, to see a lot them of people in the are ring together. Helen. See them in the ring together, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Judy Dench just uh, just had surgery, or she's getting surgery, so oh. I think Helen Mirren would probably take her down. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, directing. Um, mm, I I think it'll be Martin Scorsese for sure. Although I I have um I don't know I I kind of hope it might be Paul Greengrass for United ninety three. Oh, so you think The Departed? I hope he trims his eyebrows. Because he has some fierce <laughs> eyebrows. Because that's so not gay that he doesn't. Okay. Um, original song? Uh, listen. Yeah, mm, Beyonce. Beyonce. Um, best picture? Um, I say Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah, that'd be nice. I, I think that, I don't know, it, it, there were so many things about it that were, that were so brilliant. And um, and I know that it was such it was like the little film that could. So I think that, that might give it kind of the little push that it yeah, needs. Yeah, definitely. I enjoyed so. it as well. Yeah, totally. Um, and s- what about screenplay adapted? Um, you know, I, I think my, my favorite would be Notes on a Scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that The de- Departed will probably win. So Departed is your vote? Yeah. yeah <laughs> screenplay <laughs> <Sorry>. original? <laughs> I'm confusing you. <laughs> original screenplay? Um, I say the Queen. Yeah, yeah, I would probably say the Queen. Although Little Miss Sunshine oh, is true. still like one of my favorites. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any yeah. other ones you want to predict? Um. Ooh, oh, uh, original score. Um, I'm rooting for uh, Philip Glass for Notes on a Scandal. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think Philip Glass is brilliant. He did the hours. Right, score too. but isn't uh, Gustavo Santoloa? Yeah, from Broken Ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, what did but he... I thought the music was better in Notes on a Scandal. Did so. he do the Queen? No, he did. He did no. the Good German. No, I don't remember. Anyway, okay. So your votes are in. They're cast. That's right. Uh oh, no guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fabulous, Chris. Thank you so much for oh, um, no for allowing us to interrupt your evening because I know you were under deadline this evening to be able to get the Between the Lines that's coming out. It comes out every Thursday? Um, it comes. Yep, it comes out every Thursday. So the new issue will be out tomorrow. Absolutely. So pick up your uh, um, the, the latest issue of Between the Lines tomorrow, Thursday. and yeah. uh, We actually and have a, an interview on the cover with uh, Rupert Everett. Exclusive. Oh, excellent. So, oh, yeah. wow. He's a new book coming out, right? Yep, yep. I, I talked to him um, not too long ago, and so the interview's in there, and his book's out. Excellent. Great. Yeah. Terrific. So definitely. Well, thanks, for, thanks for your time, guys. <laughs>
absolutely great and definitely check out chris um as a party's uh, article um uh, writing in uh, between the lines every thursday terrific all right so we're gonna take a quick break and um and we'll be back uh we're gonna reflect that's right reflect Hi, this is Jeremy Merklinger from the Washtenaw Rainbow Action Project, your TBLG Resource Center at Broncourt. Check us out online at www.rap-up.org or call us at 734-995-9867. Hello, and we're back. We are. You're listening to Closet Sofa Clothes. And, and so far today, we've talked about Minneapolis and Gophers and... And hot Oscars, men, yeah. And 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 now uh, I want to bring us down, and it, and we should we should reflect. And we've lost a we've lost a great friend, uh, and the community has lost a great activist. And I think we should we should reflect on that. Absolutely. Yeah, we knew that it, that it was it was uh, we were waiting for a word last year last week um, that um, Heather McAllister was going to be it uh, was was possibly dying soon and so um and so we really didn't get word until right after the show that um she had actually passed so it was a little too late so we wanted to kind of we kind of do some reflecting on on um so the impact that heather's had on our community and um and you know i never really knew her but you know just to hear all the people concerned and touched by her life and her activism and her courage um it's really sort of gives someone like me who's who's a younger person able the ability to say wow you know these are the heroes right exactly exactly and one of the things i did this morning is i was just reminiscing about heather and seeing what some other things that were out there and um i actually did a google search under uh under blogs like like uh the searching for heather McAllister um on blog sites and I was amazed at the number of people that actually had some a few things to say about Heather, um, and and I shouldn't have been amazed, but I but I but I was just impressed with all the um, and how she seemed to have touched a lot of different people's um, lives, and not necessarily saying oh yeah I knew Heather, but more of like this is what Heather did for me, or this is what Heather moved me to do, right. um, and and so I wanted to kind of read a little bit about her obituary obituary what some of the people have said about her um and then uh do some more reflection helen McAllister died february 13th in portland oregon as a result of ovarian cancer she was 38 years old that's how the times obituary begins i didn't know heather well but i know some of the women and trans folks who knew her and who loved her and who i bet are crying their hearts out right now so I'm going to take the time to post this here, because sometimes it takes the one who has the driest eyes to write. Heather was a sexy, fat, wicked, smart, intense, and funny, fierce femme. She was sexy and knew it. She worked it. She shared it. She delighted in it and glorified in it. She made her body at once both sacred and profane, the way many women who work in the sex trades do. And when you are fat and you do this and you are, Let's not kid ourselves for a second. Full of schutzbach that's remarkable. She was making a revolution that Emma would have delighted to dance at and perhaps might have gone on stage in all her anarchist glory to shake a booty with Heather. Heather made that kind of space in the world. 
<clears throat> she did this with a consciousness that connected the struggles of trans people with fat people, with people with disabilities, as people who were challenging systems of normalcy. She did it with style, and she laughed as she did it. She was loved by many and friends and allies across movements. Fat girls and trans boys and anti-racism activists across coasts and cities were linked by her work. I'm thinking tonight of the people I care about who I know loved Heather. I'm thinking that the world did not need another dead lesbian who died far too young from cancer. Another, de another dead, fierce, outrageous political femme. Below are two writings, one written by Heather and a friend as an obituary, and another written by Justin Colling. Ms. McAllister was the founder and art artistic director of Big Burlesque and Fat Bottom Review, the first burlesque act exclusively featuring large-sized performers. Tours included New York, San Francisco, Canada, Los Angeles, and various venues of the Midwest, East, and West Coasts. Aside from her career in performing arts, Ms. McAllister had a degree in anthropology and worked for many years um, with nonprofit groups such as the Triangle Foundation, Michigan Statewide Civil Rights Organization, for gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender people. She also committed a great deal of time to anti-racism training. Ms. McAllister was also an advocate for the transgender population and also for the rights of large-sized people. She helped to inspire the, the anti-size discrimination law passed in San Francisco in June 2000. One of her proudest achievements was to help coordinate a summit that included mainstream conservative Muslim and Arab organizations at the same table as gay rights, radical gay rights organizations, in order to show and share common cause in the civil rights offenses that occurred post 9-11. She also served on the board of directors of Al-Fatiha, the nation's only national organization for sexual minority Muslims. In 2005, Leonard Nimoy photographed Ms. McAllister and her dance troupe for his exhibit, Maximum Beauty, which, which um, was shown in New York City. Ms. McAllister is survived by her grandmother, Doris Simeon, and her two sisters, Hope McAllister and Holly Jones. Memorial services t are taking place in New York, San Francisco, Boston, Portland, and Michigan. And I think that that was one of the... It, 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 as I ran over that, I was like, wow, that's right. I do remember all the conversations that I've had with her. And, and even remembering like, the first time that I did meet her was at the Eastern Michigan University Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender Resource Center. And at that time, the resource center was just staffed by a half-time graduate assistant. Um, everybody else was volunteers or, or, it, or it was just Heather. And Heather was keeping that office open. Heather was keeping the place going. Um, and it wasn't until she, I mean, she had proven to the, the administration that there needed to be a permanent person in that position. Um, still funding the graduate assistant, but then also having somebody in there, even if it's only 10 hours, to actually staff um, the resource center. And she... Um, and now we look at the resource center now where it's got a full-time person in there, or excuse me, I should say it's actually 80%, but it's, she's, um, have consistent, awesome staff. Exactly. You that know. foundation didn't come from anywhere, right? And right. How they really helped with that. Right. And a lot of the activism that I think that I've seen here, at least in Washington County, and as I look at different places also, is where, where, where Heather has left her mark. Um, she, I, I've always learned something from her. I've always am challenged by her. 
um, even being a fat person. It's very interesting the concept that she she always talked to me about, or always we always had long conversations about of of my own fat phobia. You know, mm-hmm. of learning about you know, I would you would think that someone who is like for instance if you're gay that you would know what homophobia homophobia is, mm-hmm. or if you're or if you're a person of color that you know what racism is and. Um, but as a fat person, I could not figure out what fat phobia was and and having conversations with her about that. And she always was challenging me. I mean, in fact, one of the the um, articles that that was that I was reading earlier about her stating that it was just a um, that there's a lot of people that all people say, oh, well, you know, people, the people that are fat are the people that have um uh, health issues. Um, th- that there's large, l- large numbers of of, of uh, health issues that are going on. And one of the things that Heather pointed out to me is that you know what, those health issues still continue to happen, um, even with people who are not fat. Um, there are people that eat just as much as I do and and never get never get fat. Um, and and I think that one of the things that and as a, as she confronted. What was happening? One of the things, in fact, I even quoted from uh, from the Between the Lines newspaper um, back in um, February of 2005. One of the things that she stated was that we need to um, uh, problematize uh, behavior, not bodies. Mm-hmm. That when we go after when we go after different things that are going on in the community, it's the behavior of what's happening in the community, not necessarily the state of being someone is, or just because of genetics or whatever. So, I was always. And then she also always made the connection of how things, how how this is always interwoven with racism and sexism and and fat phobia, cross movements, right? Uh, exactly. Totally. That how it's all intertwined. And and I found that that was always, always fascinating. How people would be, even people who have been in this business for a long period of time, 20, 30 years, was was learning something from Heather. Mm-hmm. And and I found that that was always that she was always a like a, a fresh air. Um, the one thing that, and I know this is going to be kind of an, an odd, um, an odd situation uh, to kind of make a request on the air, is apparently from what I'm ta- hearing from people, she had a great uh, list or memory of fat jokes, and apparently she could always tell the best best fat jokes. And I was thinking, you know what? I don't know any fat jokes. <laughs> I don't know any fat jokes. Nobody ever tells me any fat jokes. And I'm I'm kind of like, wow, I'm amazed by that. So one of the requests that I do have, and Gabe, please forgive me. Okay. Is that if you have a fat joke, could you email me them? Because I would really like to to know them. Um at WCBN Closets at uh, gmail.com gmail.com. Okay. and um, so WCBN closets at gmail.com because I don't know any fat jokes it just it kind of dawned on me like as, as all the time that I've known Heather I've never she's never told me a fat joke and so I was kind of like amazed by that so I, I, I want to kind of build my repertoire because I've got a lot of gay jokes that are out there but I don't <laughs> know any fat jokes so um, and that was the other thing about her is that in the midst of all the struggle in the midst of all the sometimes the the pain or the heartache that was going on with just the activism that we did together um, one of the things is that she also always had a sense of humor about it mm-hmm. and and always brought in a a, a, a a lightness sometimes when we needed it um, and so that was one of the, and the other thing that, I, that they didn't mention in that is that she um, at one point uh, about 10 years ago 
was a DJ here at WCBN. She was actually one of the co-hosts of Closets Are For Clothes. That's great. So um, and so that's one of the things I wanted to do is just kind of acknowledge one of our past um, hosts of Closets Are For Clothes and just say thank you, Heather, for all the work that you've done and all the positive changes you've made um, in this community. And, um, and it looks like, um, from what the obituary said, across the nation, she was quite the... Um, Quite the uh, ice cutter, if you will. So, so I appreciate her being alive and part of my life, and uh, and being a part of closets. So, so thank you for being a part of this uh, this radio show this evening, and uh, enjoy the warm weather. That's right. And uh, and be good to each other, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. And don't forget our new email address, wcbncloisets at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their life licensees the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhage, I'm Gabe Javier. Remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else. hold my breath and count to a zillion. I can fly. I can stretch and stretch for a million billion miles till I'm the highest man in the world. Yeah, well, I could become a giant robot with magic death rays. That's nothing, man. I can't be burnt. Like, I could eat flame and stick my head in an oven and close the door and turn invisible and count... Hey, will you kids keep it down in there? Your mother's got a splitting headache! And knock off that boasting! If the same old senseless posturing has got you ready to junk your terrarium and start raising sea monkeys, hold the bus. You've got the bragging rights to the best mix of freeform music and public affairs right here on WCBN-FM, Ann Arbor, 88.3, Radio Free. No lying. I can speak 12 languages and turn into plastic man. Well, I could talk to animals and turn into Stretch Armstrong and The Flash. I seen Star Wars and Planet of the Apes 8 trillion times. Yeah, well, I seen Tatum O'Neill naked. Yeah, well, I could eat 900 boxes of Count Chocula, and my uncle used to host Whopper Room, and he knows Count. Chocula, Godzilla, and Bruce Lee personally. I got an iron neck. Hey, I thought I told you to keep it down in there. If I hear one more word, you're getting head cheese for dinner, and I 